0: have a question about an NFL team, player, or maybe a college prospect, every Friday on the Pro Football Scouting Podcast, I, Steve the Scout, will answer your questions. Questions can go directly to me at stevethescout81 at gmail.com. Again, stevethescout81 at gmail.com. For news updates and alerts, go to stevethescout.com and follow me on Twitter at stevethescout81. Scouting out of the blue corner. He gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve. Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout. I am the voice of the Pro Football Scouting Podcast. The Pro Football Scouting Podcast is the number one ranked football podcast in America. Thank you guys for tuning in and making that a reality. On today's episode, as discussed, I'm going to go over Dark Horse Super Bowl contenders. Teams that you wouldn't think necessarily even have a chance of making the Super Bowl, but teams that have gotten better from last year, either via a new coach or A new players, improved players, or players coming back from injury. Most of them have a combination of all four of these things. And look, every single year we say that certain teams don't have a chance. Uh, I said for the last few years, Jacksonville, they've done a great job through through the draft and through free agency. And I said it's just a matter of time before they be, before they become a contender last year they made it to the AFC championship and I think they're an even better team this year uh, you know just just looking at what they have on their roster. So there are there are eight teams that I want to talk about, but there are also obvious teams in each conference. I think from the NFC uh, the teams that are probably most favored are going to be the Eagles because they won last year. the Packers they have Aaron Rodgers back. The Minnesota Vikings, most complete roster in the NFL, made it to the NFC Championship last year. The Falcons are are a solid team throughout their entire roster. They made it to the Super Bowl just two years ago. The New Orleans Saints, um, if not for for that miracle play in Minneapolis, they may have made it to the Super Bowl, and the Rams are the most complete team. So I think the favorites from the NFC are going to be Philadelphia, Green Bay, Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans, and the Los Angeles Rams the AFC the favorites are going to be Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, and of course the New England Patriots. So, so who are who are the dark horse teams that I think can make it to the Super Bowl this year and why are they dark horse teams? So, let's let's go let's go division by division. Starting out with the AFC East, there are no dark horse teams in this division outside of New England. I don't think there's any other team in this division that has even a remote chance of making it to the playoffs. So, there's no one in the AFC East. It's I believe it's the worst division in football. Now, when I move to the AFC North, there are two teams that we can look at. Number one, yes, I'm saying it, the Cleveland Browns. Why? They have two reliable options at quarterback. Neither of them were on their roster last year. They have, they have a three-headed monster at running back. They got Carlos Hyde last year is one of the best backs in the league. You have the rookie Nick Chubb, who's who's had, except for that one game, starting out has had a great preseason, a great camp, um, has, and he's actually competing with Hyde for the starting job, even though Hyde was one of the best backs last year. And you got Duke Johnson, an evolving receiver who had 700 yards receiving last year. They didn't they didn't have two out of those three guys last year. Let's look at what they have at wide receiver. Josh Gordon is back. They didn't have him last year. Antonio Calloway was drafted. They they didn't, they didn't have him last year. And of course you got Jarvis Landry. They didn't have him last year. And David Njoku has be, has become a better tight end in training camp. So it, so if you want to look at quarterback, running back and wide receiver, it is a completely different team. So stop saying stop saying they can't improve that much because it's a different freaking football team. All right. Let's look at what they have on the defensive side of the ball. Miles Garrett is gonna be is gonna be a better pass rusher. He was working with Bruce Smith this off season, and they added Denzel Ward in the first round, a guy that is gonna contribute year one as a cornerback. So it's it's a completely different roster than what they had last year. Uh, looking looking at Cleveland, they have reliable options at quarterback. They have great depth at running back and wide receiver. They have an edge rusher, and now and now they have hopefully a lockdown corner. The Browns are a sleeper pick, or you could say a dark horse to make it to the Super Bowl. Another team in that division who I think is also a dark horse is Cincinnati. Why the Bengals? Well, looking at Andy Dalton, he's underrated. He's he's a great game manager, a solid quarterback, a guy that deserves to be a starter in the league. And look, game managers can win. And if you want to look at their their offensive line, they got they got they got a lot better. Offensive line was one of their biggest issues last year. They had court. They had they were one of the worst lines in the league. They added Cordy Glenn at left tackle. They got him from Buffalo, and they added Billy Price in the second round at center. Billy Price played all 4 years at Ohio State and he had his time split between center and both guard positions. He is NFL ready. I watched Billy Price. Trust me, he's NFL ready. He is going to contribute year 1 and I and I believe I believe they got they got a great safety in the second round in Jesse Bates. Looking looking at what they have at the running back position Look, Joe Mixon is going to be a better running back than what he was last year. We all we all know what he what he brings to the table. It's the second year; he's he's going to continue to evolve. And the biggest thing for them is they have a lot of receiving threats right now. It used to be they really just had AJ Green, but Tyler Boyd has emerged as a as a great slot receiver. John Ross, who ran a four point two two forty at the combine, the fastest one in history. Has looked great in preseason and and all, and the word is that in training camp he has looked exceptional as well. Tyler Eifert, uh, he has been he has been a great blocker, but now he is turning into a solid pass catcher as well. Andy Dalton has a running back, an improved offensive line, and four guys he can he can throw the ball to. Uh, and again, on defense, you know, they've got they've gotten better on there. And even added Jesse Bates, the safety in the second round, a guy who I think is going to end up being one of the biggest steals in the entire draft. Um, moving on to the AFC South, the team that I would put in there are the Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota, he is still evolving as a quarterback, so he should be better this year. They're going to have Derrick Henry the entire year. Um, Derek Henry is going to be a good, solid starting running back for them. He could be, he could end up being one of the ten best in the league this year. They have, they have a good offensive line. It's actually really good um, with Taylor Luan at left tackle, and they added three major pieces to their defense. They added Malcolm Butler from New England, and they used their first and second round picks on linebackers who are going to contribute year one. Rashawn Evans from Alabama, they got him in the first round. He is a jack-of-all-trades linebacker. You can line him up all over the field. And they got Harold Landry from Boston College in the second round. A guy that has length, great initial explosion, great closing speed, and a variety of pass rush moves. And yes, they already made the playoffs last year. Now with an even better roster, that is why they are a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Moving on to the AFC West. The team there that is a dark horse are the Los Angeles Chargers. Phillip Rivers right now is playing the best football he's ever played in his entire career. He is he is a top 10 quarterback. He was on my list. I believe I had him ranked number 7. Melvin Gordon has improved. The biggest issue for them was their offensive line. So what do they do? They got Russell Okung in free agency. They also drafted guards Forrest Lamp, Dan Feeney, and Keenan Allen, Comeback player of the year last year, one of the best route runners in the game, one of one of the best receivers in the game, one of the hardest guys to cover. And now you add now you added Mike Williams, who they drafted last year, who didn't play much of last year. They drafted him in the first round, seventh overall, another big-bodied wide receiver who who has who has great hands and you know, really someone who's pretty close to a can't miss prospect. Last year, the Chargers had one of the best pass rushes in the NFL with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. Casey Hayward emerged as one of the best cornerbacks in the league according to Pro Football Focus. Look, uh stats are stats, but um Pro Football Focus, they are stats, but it is it is something that you have to incorporate into evaluating. Uh Casey Hayward was a top 3 corner last year according to Pro Football Focus. It was the best year any any cornerback has had since Darrell Revis in 2009. Where they were weak last year was on the run game. So what did they do? In the first round, they added Derwin James, a guy that I believe is going to emerge as the best run-stopping, blitzing safety in the game within two to three years. I believe he was the best defensive player in the draft. And in the second round, they got Uchena Nuosa from USC, a, guy, a linebacker that's rangy. That has already proved in training camp that he can ha- that he can add a lot in terms of their run defense. So with with an improved run defense, uh, improved offensive line, adding Mike Williams, uh, this team has a great roster and definitely a dark horse contender are the Los Angeles Chargers. So so round rounding up the AFC, the teams in the AFC again that I think are dark horses can be Cleveland, Cincinnati. Tennessee and the Los Angeles Chargers moving on to the NFC the NFC East the only team in that division who I think can be a dark horse and I think they will be a good one are the New York Giants they won two games last year but look they have a new coach and Pat Shermer his play calling changes everything it's going to it's going to make their offense better. The play action that they're calling, it's going to allow their receivers to get downfield. It's going to buy Eli Manning more time. And look, that was very evident in their preseason play. Saquon Barkley, he hasn't played he hasn't played a down in the NFL in the regular season, but look, there's no question he is going to be one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, you know it's just it's just an obvious it's just an obvious thing if you look at what Barkley did in his first preseason run look at look at the college game tape there's not many guys that are that are, that are that are a can't miss prospect he's one of them you have you have Odell Beckham back sterling shepherd is having his best training camp ever last year rookie Evan Ingram um he had a great rookie campaign he's going to get better so you have three you have three receiving threats A running back now who is going to be probably one of the best backs in the league, and then if you want to look at their offensive line, they finally can protect Eli Manning's blindside with Nate Soldier. They didn't have a mauling guard last year; they have one now with Will Hernandez, and they also did have a lot of injuries last year. If you look at the interior part of their defensive line, they have Damon Snacks Harrison, who's one of the best in the league. They had last year; they drafted rookie Dalvin Tomlinson who straight up took over games at Alabama when I watched his tape. Uh considering they also added BJ Hill, an underrated in, an underrated defensive tackle. This is among the best interior defensive lines in the NFL. Olivier Vernon, he he is going to get a lot more pressure now that is that he is in a 3-4 defense. They drafted Lorenzo Carter in the 3rd round, a guy that can contribute to the pass rush year 1. In the secondary, Janoris Jenkins is back. He is still he is still one of the ten best cornerbacks in the league. Landon Collins, one of the best in the game, and Eli Apple showed a lot of promise his rookie year. Look, the team is completely different. New new coaching staff, new play calling, um, better better offensive line, better running back, better receivers, um, and a defensive scheme that's going to work a lot better for them. And they got a lot of players coming back from injury. They said, this is a, and they added pieces in the draft, this is a completely different team than last year. Moving on to the NFC North, um, the NFC North, the team in the NFC North that I think can be a dark horse are the Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy is calling this offense, that in itself is is, is going to make it just more creative at least. They have Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. When I scouted Mitch Trubisky, a lot of people don't see this, but I think out of all the young quarterbacks in the NFL, he might be able to give you more than anyone else. Uh, I don't know anyone else, maybe outside of Russell Wilson, that can throw the ball better on so many different angles. They added Jordan. They got Jordan Howard last year, who has some of the best straight-up vision in the NFL. Between the tackles, he's one of the best. Doesn't do a whole lot outside of that to wow you, but Jordan Howard is a natural runner of the football. A guy that is smooth and will work in any system. They add they got Tariq Cohen, who is very much, I've talked about it on my past shows, plays a lot like Darren Sproles. They have they have two running backs that really work together like peanut butter and jelly. Howard is a great every every down back, and Tariq Cohen is going to give you that Darren Sproles effect where, you know, he's just going to add a versatility, speed, and and a receiving threat to that backfield. In terms of their receivers, they added Allen Robinson. They didn't have him last year. Kevin White, their wide receiver, they drafted in the first round a few years ago. He hasn't played that much, so we we still can't say he's he's been a bust yet. We got to give him more time. And I believe this year, um, just just seeing Kevin White on the college tape. My main concern with him was his route running. But look, wide receiver—it's one of those—it's it's one of the few positions that you know players can really really evolve um coming from college to the NFL. So if you look at guys like Doug Baldwin, Antonio Brown, these guys were these guys were not necessarily top flight wide receivers in college, but they have become that in the NFL through the, through their hard work. It's different it's different as a quarterback, um, and some other positions. Either you have certain ability or you don't um Wide receiver, you know, guys can become better route runners. If Kevin White becomes a better route runner, he can really help them a lot. Uh, and then if you look at their defense, it's evolving. Leonard Floyd's getting better. You you got you got him at outside linebacker. At middle linebacker, you got Danny Trevathan, who is very serviceable. And they added Roquan Smith in the draft, a guy that within three years is going to be one of the best middle linebackers in the NFL. That I guarantee you as long as he stays healthy. Akeem Hicks has been evolving, it took him a number of years, but he's finally, you know, getting about seven, eight, nine sacks a year. They have serviceable cornerbacks and Kyle Fuller and Prince Amukamara, and Adrian Amos is one of the best safeties in the game. Look, it, it is it is a better team than last year, a team that is now going to have time to gel. Do not sleep on the Chicago Bears; they are a dark horse. To me, there's no one in the NFC South. That I would say is a dark horse because, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, Atlanta and New Orleans, I believe they are favorites. Um, I don't, I don't think Carolina or or Tampa Bay are going to be Super Bowl contenders this year. Um, Carolina, maybe you know they have they have a chance, um, but they're just not one of one of my dark horses there. Looking looking at the NFC West, um, look the Los Angeles Rams, the, they're a favorite. They're a favorite to go to the Super Bowl. I would say right now it's probably be, 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 it's probably between them and Philadelphia but a team that I think is a dark horse in that division are the San Francisco 49ers. Kyle Shanahan's system works. It's worked everywhere he's been. He is he is in terms of having a a friendly scheme, he is one of the he is one of the best in the NFL, one of the best offensive minds. His systems work. Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, of all the young quarterbacks in the NFL, he is the best one. I believe he's better than Carson Wentz and better than Jared Goff. This is, in my opinion, the best young quarterback in the NFL right now. Uh, look, he's undefeated. He went he went 5-0 last year, and he's he's been 7-0 his entire career. Now with Kyle Shanahan back, they added Alfred Morris. And when Alfred Morris first started out in the NFL his rookie year... He gained 1,600 yards on the ground in Kyle Shanahan's system. If you look at what he did in preseason, he looks really good now that he is back in that system. And outside of him, they have Jared, Jared McKinnon and Breda, so they have they have reliable options now at running back. They didn't have they didn't have a lot at wide receiver last year, and now they have Mark they have Marquise Goodwin, who has emerged as Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite target. You had Dante Pettis in the second round who who is rookie year is going to be a reliable receiver for them. Dante Pettis, coming into the draft, was able to run the entire route tree, solid hands, quick, has home run speed, and, and can help you in the kick and punt return game as well. So summing it up from, from the AFC to the NFC, the dark horse contenders in the in the AFC are going to be, again, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Tennessee, the Los Angeles Chargers and the, and the NFC the dark horse teams are the New York Giants, the Chicago Bears, and the San Francisco 49ers. Um so so that that is it that is it for that is it for today's show. Uh I appreciate you guys on Friday show. Um, I am actually going to be did I miss anyone? Nope, I got everyone. So on Friday's show, I am going to be giving you my initial scouting reports on players to watch this year in college football. Until Friday, this is Steve the Scout with the Pro Football Scouting Podcast, signing off.